Cheesy Boys in the Building. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 90 of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatte. With me, as always, is Jalen Roberts. My noble phantasm is Degeneracy. And Madrid Devon. We're drinking fucking 40s malt liquor. We are drinking we this episode. So we got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about... the up, baby. Death of Fresh Start. We're going to be talking about gotcha games from hell. We're going to be talking about the Twitter algorithm actually showing me some favor. <laughs> we're going to be talking about... Jalen's relationship with the Mandalorian, and we're going to dive deep into a great question submitted to the podcast by Yu Yu Kun from our Discord. I'm just saying, the world wouldn't have burned if we just got paid. <sighs> Man, this week has been a week. Started Monday with the final press start. Of all time. The the last one. Mm. The final fucking countdown. End of an era. The drunkest and saddest I've ever been in public. Yeah, dog. <laughs> like, the lo- those lo-fi beats were a little lower, but still fi. Yeah. <laughs> it was, man, it was it was a, what a time to be alive, you know. For right. the coach. Shout out to Controller Rise. Shout out to, Shout out to Game Mike Master Sid. Herb. Game Master Herb. We got... Black Cube, Black Stolen Cube, Drums, Stolen Takamaru Drums, Gaiden. Takamaru Gaiden. Just got to thank all the guys who made that event as special as it was. It was it was an event. Every week, we go at least once a month as a unit. The A lot of cheesy controller listeners came yeah. from Press Start. Yeah, shouts out, out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Super, like, probably the saddest... I was like, I feel like I'm at a funeral for a friend right now. Yeah, it was like this is fun, but it was it was a somber moment. Yeah, it was. It really hurt because Darren of Rusty Rupees podcast is coming <laughs> into town at the end of the month, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm you know coming in is? Sunday, Monday night." Fucking press start on Monday night. It was like, <laughs> I got the email so. the next day. I talked to him like that night, and I was like, "Oh we, yeah, press yo, start." We were, like, we were like, "Yeah, we're gonna be a press start. We're gonna play some Marvelous Capcom too. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna, you gonna turn up." That would have been an event. It would have been an event. It would have but been something. But Game you know. Master Herb is going to be doing more gaming events around Atlanta. And whatever Press Start, uh, not Press Start, Controllerize does next, it'll be guaranteed dope. So. Oh, yeah. It's going to be some heat no matter what. Super excited for that. Um, but on to a little lighter news from Press Start, PSN name changes are finally here. Is this a lighter news? Yeah. I mean, they're here. They're here. I, and I won some money. To destroy <laughs> your game history. I don't if know. the list weren't only like 10 games, <laughs> I'd be a little bit more hurt. But the list is 10 games that I have. I own like two of them. Yeah. And I haven't played those games in years. One of the games was Bloodborne. I'm like, hmm, I might. That is some issues. That's not like. There's some issues, but it could also be like, yeah, nigga, you never beat Father G. And I'm gonna you like, can go back no, and do it. Totally take like, that away delete. From me. No, I'll delete that game ASAP. I mean, I actually already did delete it for Sekiro. Never mind. 
<laughs> that's one that okay. I've kept on my. I think I still have all three Dark Souls, Sekiro, and Bloodborne all on my console still. Do I you have Demon Souls? If it were on PS4, I would. It's not. No, I have Titan Souls. I library. have Titan Souls in my library. I have Titan Souls on PC. So never. I have Titan Souls on Vita. Where it's honestly. Do you have Titan Souls in your heart? No, I need to have it on my Switch though. That'd be a great, like, it was great on Vita, and I just see, like, playing that on Switch is probably the best place to play some Titan Souls. Doug, we need a lot of shit on Switch, like, uh, themes. We were talking. (laughs) So, before this, Jalen Madrid, they were at my house. We had, we're just over there chilling, getting ready for the podcast, and I'm on my 3DS. We're talking about Fire Emblem. And I'm on my 3DS scrolling through because Fire Emblem's the only AAA game that I have on my 3DS digitally. Everything else I have physically because those, they retain value. If ever I need to sell a Nintendo game, I'll sell it. But Fire Emblem felt like one of those, like... Which Fire Emblem? Uh, Fate's Birthright. So... Nice. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. I need to get a Fire Emblem Awakening at some point. But I feel like Three Houses is approaching faster than I will care to be bothered to buy Fire... Or even, like, attempt to buy or play Fire Emblem Awakening. The question is, is it going to be an actual strategy game? Or is it going to be a turn-based RPG on a grid? It could be a turn-based RPG on a grid, for all I care. As long as it has that good, strong waifu content that we're all there for. So, definitely. We know why we're playing this game, Jalen. For the music, for the waifus. Yeah, Fire Emblem's always had a great soundtrack. Yeah, Fire Emblem really does. Exactly. I really realized how much I liked it when we were playing Smash the other day, and I was like, just going into a song, I'm like, what game is this song from? Fire Emblem. Okay, yeah. Look, Path of Radiance is a good game. I can I've you only name played a, f- a couple, and right, it yeah. was on emulators. Uh, <laughs> Path of Radiance... <laughs> Shining, Shining Force, I think it was. Then you got Birthright. I played the one with the chick with the katana. She has blue hair or green hair. I think that's, yeah, that's the one freaking Roy. What they really need to do is put just all the Fire Emblem games in a collection on Switch. We need a lot of collections on Switch, but Switch wants to hurt our feelings. Yeah. Hopefully that Best Buy lead was real and we're getting... Oh, no. Best, Best Buy was willing to risk it all. That shit is 100% fast. Yeah. The only thing that made it extremely suspect is they put up the listing for A Link to the Past. And that just throws a wrench into the whole thing. Because the Persona 5 Switch was the easiest. Metroid Prime Trilogy was right there in the middle of, like, it's kind of safe, but it's kind of risky. And then A Link, just straight up. You know what the people want? Zelda A Link to the Past was, like, the whole wrench in the machine on that shit. Sure, we're going to see. Yeah. So, if we get our Metroid collection we also need to get our fire emblem collection because that ace attorney game that came out this week did a lot of really cool stuff with remastering old games they just like redrew all the art it's on my radar dog i'm not gonna lie 
Yeah, I mean, I mean Ace Attorney is entertaining. I never really played an Ace Attorney. Like I played it at Walmart, like on the yeah. demo, on the demo DS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the demo DS. That, like you touched it and God Bird flew. Yeah, <laughs> where the touch screen doesn't work for whatever reason. It just doesn't have a D pad. It's just like a black hole. Yeah, like the button's non-existent. Yeah, so you know, safe to say it hit different. Yeah, those PlayStation controllers they used to have in Walmart. The thumbsticks would literally just be shanks. Like how's the, how's the sticky? <laughs> Up, upward facing shanks coming out of the controller, yeah, right where they want you to put your thumbs. Your thumbs weren't bleeding after the end of it, then where you're really living. Or there was that dude going too hard on the rock band guitar. It's like, bro, you've been here for an hour, dog. <laughs> I watched you, and my parents are still shopping. <laughs> I want to play. Right. But Ace Attorney for anybody. If you liked any of the Danganronpa you played, Danganronpa is just like a more anime Ace Attorney. And mur- more murdery. Yeah. Definitely yeah. more murdery. More Ace Attorney is a little bit more... There's only one murder you have to deal with. Only one in the whole series? No, at a time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danganronpa will be like, here's a pile of dead bodies. Figure it out. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm scared. But what have you been on this week, Jalen? Path of Exile. You've been on Path of Exile? And Fate Grand Order, because that game wants all of my time. All you've been... yeah. So give the listeners you, the breakdown of the Order. time you've been spending on Fate Grand Order and why or why they shouldn't play this game. Okay. Because so, so Fate Grand Order. It's just the Fate, or- Fate Grand Order is a gotcha game based on the Fate franchise. And the only reason this is hitting right now is because I've been watching a lot of Fate recently. Okay. okay. Shout out to you, Fodable. Shout out to Fodable. Out here dropping I need them to drop a Steven Universe gotcha game. I think it could work really well. Because, like, so with Fate... <laughs> no, don't make a Steven Universe gotcha game. Nah. What? Well, not well. At least not Steven Universe. That's the entire franchise. Yeah. Ooh, like I think Cartoon like, Network got you game. Yeah. Like cartoon, they have cartoons? Cartoon Network got you games. Like most definitely. Uh, there's actually like a really good puzzle game that has like Gotcha Heroes and uh, like Cartoon Network Puzzle Match or something. It's really good. Cartoon Network games I'm on mobile on still hit. Oh, Cartoon Network games have always been a staple. Yeah. yeah. I just thought when they went to mobile, they'd become shit, but they... But then Attack the no. Light came out. Because shit, even uh, Adult Swim games, those shits. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Pressure. I need to get Headlander. Every time I think about Adult Swim games, <laughs> I think about Headlander and Headlander. how I need to play it. Or what was that other one they did? That it was a roguelike? Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, my. Bro, I played the Death fuck Gambit. I... That wasn't the ninja one. The one I'm talking about is Death, Death Gambit. Gambit. No, there was that ninja one. I played the fuck out of that in my lectures, dog. I would, <laughs> I would be in bio lecture just like, yeah, I, I got this new weapon. I'm about to try it out on this run. Dog, that shit was, that shit was sick. All right. So once Jalen's done beefing with the Twitch chat. Not beefing. Not beefing. What's Simulation happening? End also plays Fake Grand Order. <laughs> if you're a fat slut like me, <laughs> you will love this game and hate yourself. Shouts out to Simulation End and Fat. Apparently, Fat was supposed to be Fate in his defense. 
Well, it's out there now. Yep, you can't, it's, it's out. It's this out isn't there Discord. You can't edit your. <laughs> you can't edit it. That asterisk don't mean shit at all. <laughs> anyway, but this is basically your fate historical waifu simulator. You pick out your waifus. Okay. They so what I do with Fire Emblem, and what I started doing with. You mean Camilla Emblem? Just because I have a squad God, like of like 15 Cam- different Camillas. Right, it's getting thing. ridiculous. I have oh, like the yes. New Year's one. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm trying to see Terra Battle is the gotcha game I got into recently. Because there's like a Terra Battle uh, regalia skin in Final Fantasy 15, And I was like, oh, what's Terra Battle? I was like, oh, it's a mobile game. It's like, hmm. Mm. It's not terrible. Like, it has... It's like a really... It's like a turn-based strategy light. It's, yeah. yeah. I've been dabbling in dual links. Just a little bit. Is this the gotcha Konami. corner? What's up? Is this the gotcha corner? Are we just... I we guess. need to find one gotcha game that we can all just play. All benefit from each other playing. That we'll all be invested in. Because we're like all over the place. Our best bet is Fate Grand Order. Honestly. Or Dragalia Lost. Ooh. I have Dragalia Lost. I have Dragalia Lost installed. I played it for literally one good minute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm about to go to bed. That soundtrack was hitting though. But there's an event going on in Fate right now, so I'm going to still be playing a lot of Fate. Yeah. Let me make sure I have Dragalia on my phone. Is that the new narcotic of choice? Yeah. Yeah. Because it it works because it takes advantage of my cell phone addiction. Ah, it's like yes. since I'm on this bitch, I might as well play some fate. I do have Dragalia Lost on here. So instead so of just be fed. aimlessly scrolling through social media, I'm playing fate. Oh, like I said, I deleted my Twitter yesterday. We're gonna see how long that lasts. Uh couldn't be me. Yeah. Really no, couldn't I be. No, I deleted the Twitter app on my phone. Couldn't be me. I can still do it on my laptop. I have two Twitter apps on my phone at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to use Twitter. It it was it came native in night mode. See, I you have can color coordinate like uh, certain people. Tweetbot, certain like Tweetbot, is probably the best alternative. And but base Twitter's been getting better. The yeah. algorithm is actually showing me what I want to see. So I'm still not seeing what I want to see. You need to unfollow some people. That like unfollowing a large group of people and then following a small group of people. To just, like, get your numbers back up. But it, like, really helps with helping you see what you want to see on your timeline. What does Madrid want to see on his timeline? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> A, video games. B, anime. C, more anime. Or D, all of the above. I'm going to go with D. All of the above. But. Because it also includes things that are unmentioned. (laughs) (laughs) We had the A sub B. (laughs) The like sub article. We started this with PSN name changes. (laughs) And then we got to fake grand order. Basically, you're trying to say that PSN name changes is still a shit storm. Thus, we need to give it time to work itself out. Oh, yeah. So, what you're I, saying that this random ass gacha game one. that I'm playing on my phone has a better name changing system than my PlayStation? 
Yeah, because why did just they shoot themselves in the foot like that? Because it was poor planning. Like back in the day, like Xbox knew what they were doing somewhat because they just charged you for it. Well, PlayStation charges the same amount. It's just the first one's free because it took so long. Your first, <laughs> your first Xbox game change they is did also the same thing with Crack. Free. First day is free. <laughs> I had a whole conversation about how crack was invented in America. And someone's like, no, crack comes from a plant. I'm like, no, cocaine comes from a plant. Crack is then it's it's been it's it was chemi- it was chemically manufactured. So like where else in the world has a crack problem outside of the United States? Nowhere. <laughs> and illegal immigrants is the problem. <laughs> I don't know. I might I kinda want to change my name because yeah. I like when I made it I didn't know it was permanent and I wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? I was doing X, Y, and Z when I was making my OG PlayStation account. And I was like, this isn't even my PlayStation. I'm going to I'm gonna get myself a PS4 eventually. And when I did, I was like, damn, I kind of want to keep those trophies I had. And it's set to my regular email address. I don't want to use my burner email address. I have two main emails. And that just screws me up so much. It's like, oh, did I? You got to have one. I have the primary, but the secondary, it was so, was my primary for long enough that there are websites that I'm like, mm. which one do I want to use? Right. And then it's the variations on passwords. But yeah, my PSN's on my old primary email. But I definitely want to, I right. want to change my name, but I need to see because. Yeah, you got, you got too much to lose. I really have. This is your chance of rebranding. It is my it's my chance of rebranding and also locking myself out of certain trophies for it. Hold up, (gasps) forever. Dramatic pause. (laughs) But yeah, I I mean, weigh the pros and cons. Wait it out. Wait it out for at least yeah at least thirty days. I may, I'll give it a week. Like, the first catastrophe, like, it's open to everybody now. Yeah. Like, by the time this episode's out, we'll know whether or not it just completely, like, screwed over a bunch of PSN accounts or if it was straight. Because there were enough people testing it that they were able to determine, like, I'd say for anybody considering doing a PSN name change, if it's super pressing, like, if you're, like, Hitler's Great 69... Go ahead, change it. Screw all the repercussions. You just got to get out of that name. If that was your PSN. You, you keep that. <laughs> like, don't don't try and distance yourself now. Let people know what type of person you are. Yeah, I mean, out yourself. Yeah, that that well. that would make everything easier make if everybody just easier. outed themselves. Yeah, it would be good. Um, but yeah, if it's not super pressing, if you just kind of have an inconvenient name like Mia Madrid. Uh, <laughs> Quinn? Quinn part two. <laughs> PT2. I'm like, bro, chill. It's pronounced. <laughs> you got to say the underscore too, bitch. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I do want to be redacted, redacted, and also redacted. Can't have people still at. All the PSN names that I wanted besides, like, the one that I'm actually going to change it to. Yeah. Are gone. Like think, I'm like, how did I think people? The OG shit I wanted to go with was taken, redacted. So I can't. What the fuck am I going to do? I was just like, all right, what what song am I listening to right now? Bet. 
Yeah, I'm concerned that the one that I actually want won't be allowed by the terms of service of the PSN. It's too explicit. Yeah. You know, little do people know, my name actually has a set of anime titties. Like, just, like, you know how when you hashtag certain things on Twitter, it puts a custom emoji? Don't hashtag my PSN name. You don't know what you'll see. Big ol' anime titties. You good, Jalen? I'm good. I'm good. We're having this real chill episode with everybody out here. This is real. You know what I'm saying? This is episode 90. Episode it's 90 episode 90, speech. and we got two, one person touring the country, and I kind of ruined Chris's life today because I sent him the official I hope Stardew Valley merch store. And he's like, oh, guess I got to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> And then uh, Josh is sick for anybody. So we got Skeleton Crew on a big episode. I was talking to people to press start on Monday. I was like, episode 90 is recording this week. 99-0. We've been doing it for two years. Two, two plus years, years at this point. Two plus years. Apparently, I came in on episode nine. I, right. I thought I came in later. Which means you've done 81 episodes at this point. So yeah, and I've also you, done 25 episodes of 3 Piece Set Podcast. Available everywhere. Mm, Cheesy Controller saying. Podcast is available. I was on Dead End Podcast, too. Yeah, Dead I've been on Dead End. We've been on you. Jen, we still need to get you on there one good time. You know what I'm saying? we got to drop some more of this YouTube content. Right. we got to really get a lot more of those followers in. Just go out there and be like, oh, yeah, we we know. We know. Also, let us know what y'all want to see from us. Hit us up. Yeah, 10 more to episode 100. We're super approachable right now, you know. Yeah. Get us before the price goes right. up. Before I go full DJ Khaled with this Instagram, like. <laughs> Motivation. I'm only eating egg whites and several cows worth of steak a day. <laughs> I was going to say, we know what DJ Khaled isn't eating. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear about that, I picture it, <laughs> and it just makes just him a center. Just him, him, center. him No, shot. I picture him actually doing it, which is a center. <laughs> okay, we got the synchronized 40 drinks. Yeah. Uh, uh. I'm going to just leave the cap off at this point. That's a bold, that's that's, a bold yeah, move. That's a bold move. Let's see how this plays out for him. Yeah, there we go. You got to have some type of buffer. You know, we don't need all that big drunk energy just flowing into the atmosphere. Right. Could get crazy. So, one of the things I've been on this week has been Sekiro. Is it hurting you right? No, I mean, I'm not. I haven't been hurt since so I came back. you haven't been getting stepped on? I did get stepped on by the drunkard. He straight up, like, slammed me into the ground and stepped on my back. And Doug, I've He seen... put new meaning to blowing out my back. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he comes through swinging that heavy ass sword, just dunk. Tifa, hold me down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now you jump. (laughs) That's a deep cut for the Discord. Yeah, you Uh, had to have been there. Um, But yeah, Sekiro, I it was hurting me. I was stuck between the drunkard, the shinobi hunter, the uh, samurai general. This early in the game, and uh, he's a bitch. What's that guy's name on the horse? 
Gyobu. <laughs> He's gonna announce it. Like that's a that's oh, a lit ass fight. Watashiwa Gyobu. Watashiwa. He just pulls up and is like, I don't need no other little niggas helping me out. No, you know nothing what I'm at all. Nothing. He's just, just like me and my motherfucking horse. And I'm gonna get loud. <laughs> I'm gonna get Yobu. And I was like, nah, bro, I'm about to bleed you right here on your horse. Yeah, I wait, I came back and second try I beat him. Like so I got super frustrated because I was stuck between all these different people and couldn't do significant damage to any of them. And then just put the game down, played Final Fantasy 15 significantly. By the way, I said I'd play Final Fantasy 15 when it was over. Yo, shouts out to episode Arden. Kept it off. I got episode Arden. I just, I'm going to beat the campaign before I do the DLCs. Mm, yeah. But understand I, why he is what he is. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure what Arden is. He's just kind a of cunt. been annoying so far. He's just been like, oh, you have to follow me. Oh, and I'm going to make you drive. He's like, a, he's like fucking Jack Sparrow, but like. Yeah, I, that's, I'm getting real <laughs> heavy Jack Sparrow vibes. Like when I read it, I'm like, yeah, this isn't the main villain at all. I'm like, no, I'm just Chancellor. You know. Boys, let me ride with you. <laughs> I'm like, sir. Knock this kid in the car. <laughs> Knock this. I heard you a cuck. Is this true? <laughs> Final King's Glaive. I still have to watch that. Yeah, I, I was so close to having the Blu-ray, but I'm every time we bring this up, I say that um, I have it on PlayStation. You just gotta let me know and come over and watch it because it's not, it's not urgent that you watch it, but it's completely. I mean, I've lived this long without watching it. <laughs> It makes all of Final Fantasy like I it wish makes it I make had, more sense or less sense. It makes it that game shouldn't have happened. <laughs> the, all, every single thing that happened in that game was set off by Noctis leaving the kingdom. If Noctis had never left the kingdom, he had to leave because he was a bitch. He was a bitch at the beginning of the game. It didn't matter. She was she. He left to go meet up with her. She then immediately came to where he was at. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so my car broke down, the the I ship was out of order, all this shit. All this shit. All this shit is stopping me from like I completing mean, how the task. Go or the girl, the real one was the one was in the No, Sydney. 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 Yeah. Because the main other mechanic was Sid. And yeah, there's but a Sid in every Final Fantasy. There's game. a Sid in every Final Yeah. And sometimes he's playable. And sometimes he's, he's playable. Yeah, I mean, he was part of the king's, like, royal group, like, his dad's bros. That's what I wanted to play. Dad's bros. Maybe, uh, I think it is a King's Tale Final Fantasy fifteen. It's free, and it's like an old school JRPG. Oh, fuck With yeah. the king. That's like, exactly what I want. Yeah. I need more 2D Final Fantasies. I need, yes. I need that style, like... I need, I need, I say this every episode. I need that fucking collection. Give me one through six. I mean, man, you gotta buy seven Anywhere. on your Switch. Fuck seven on my Switch, dog. I, it, got, you know, I got, I got like. It's been my best experience playing seven. That's the thing. I don't want to do all the shit that I already did again. See, the thing about I seven might as well is just go play seven on my PS4 and is a good Final Fantasy game, but it's not one that I feel like playing again. Yeah, it doesn't really I hold like up. It's good. Four. I. I I need Six. to go back and finish it so I can say that it's overhyped and be justified. But you already know. We 
It's a fact. If anybody's arguing this in 2019, okay, they're the lying. Only, we all know the only reason Final Fantasy VII is as popular and overhyped as it is is because Square decided to drop Advent Children and Crisis Core. Yeah, yeah. Crisis Core I mean, is my see, favorite see, game that, ever. It was that transitional period. It's like, all right, we're moving away from the pixel art. We're going into polygons. Well, no, because the, their first... The first we ever saw of that engine were Final Fantasy VI characters in that engine. Oh, I'm glad. So everyone thought, like, originally everyone thought it was going to be, like, Final Fantasy VI. I'm glad they didn't do that. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they didn't do that. Because I know VI is the best one, but I think four might be my favorite, dog. Like, that start off with, like... Put four With the Dark Knight? That's a a quality. Put four on PS4. Collection one through six. We yeah. get we get the one dragoon through, like we get the true dragoon. Bro, they could do one through ten, honestly. Mm. No, because then you get mm. nine. Or nine. And then I tried streaming ten the other day. How'd that go? Fuck those puzzles, man. Fifteen. I I okay. quit after like thirty minutes and switched over to uh, no complaints 5. about fifteen. I've officially passed where I was at in my old save. Nice. Started over Yo, 15, fifteen fresh. Is, fifteen is a great game. It just I put twelve hours in and it's just been like great. Like I have absolutely no complaints. All the side it content. Its, it has its faults, but it's it's top tier Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean it is now. Yeah, and yeah. I've gotten the improvements even since when Madrid played. Yeah, when I played, I was playing. There, near, there is <laughs> weight of the world from near Automata in Final Fantasy fifteen. Dope. Riding in the car was the most relaxing shit. Like, I would go. Oh, I, I have it on shuffle mighty, now. I would and enjoy I just... a mighty fine adult beverage <laughs> while fucking Ignis is driving me. Like, oh, man. Where are we headed, Saya? I'm like, shit, get into some action. I bought the MP3 player, and I might throw it on Prompto soon because, like... Hell yeah. Bruh, have you undefeated. seen that shit? When you're driving, if you hit the right location, CJ from San Andreas will walk up. Oh, <laughs> shit. Here we go again. I need, uh, need to do that. I actually need to check... I know I talked about this probably last time, or maybe it was in a PSN party. I'm having this thing's really kicking in over here. <laughs> but, oh shit! Uh, <laughs> here we go again. We're back to the roots of the podcast, and that's what I really like. The podcast started as me, Jalen, and Chris sitting around my old MacBook drinking forties at Jack Pete's Jack's Pizza on Freedom Parkway in Atlanta. Go hit them up. Their pizza burger is. God tier. Yeah, go fuck with Jax. Uh, yeah, fuck with them. They got $4.40 Fridays. Maybe you could start a podcast yeah. at Jack's Pizza too. But yeah, if it, it's, I need to check if my copy of Final Fantasy Fifteen because when I booted it up on my Xbox, it said the Windows Edition, which was like either really weird or really great. Because if I have the Windows Edition, like actually... And that code that I redeemed works on my PC. Final Fantasy 15 was at the top of my list but of like. Mods, though. Yeah. But I got Monster Hunter World. Or. This is just going to keep happening. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just going to keep happening. Um, oh, I want Monster Hunter World, Dragon Ball Fighters, and Final Fantasy 15 exclusively <laughs> for the mods on all three. Those are all games that I own. On PS4 and have hours now put into all of them and gotta see Patrick whoop some ass in Dragon Ball Fighters. It's just too much power. 
yeah. Having the PC, I still haven't messed with mods. This week's been too busy for it. Yeah. But those near automata mods. Look, like, spend a day. Get those mods working. Yeah. Then once you get I them working. I have the injector cool. for certain stuff. Like, yeah. I have the groundwork laid for certain things. But it's just a matter of I need a day to focus on my computer. And with Final Fantasy Fifteen and Sekiro and Final Fantasy Seven on my Switch and Cuphead coming to Switch this oh, week. Oh, you're actually going to be Cuphead? No, maybe. <laughs> I'll play Cuphead. I didn't give it a fair shake on Xbox, but I pre-ordered it on Switch already, so... That's since, a good game. Since I'm in a teeth-getting-kicked-in mood, I might actually play, fuck play with some it. Cuphead. Might actually play some Cuphead. Just, yeah, I mean, I play Ikaruga. Learn them patterns. You can do co-op, too, right? Yeah. With Cuphead Mugman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's co-op. Match to the Joy-Cons. Oh. Can't wait for my hard shell case for my Switch. I I, oh, no, I'm not playing single Joy-Con. I mean, it's not. It's trash. It's yeah. It's, I'm going to be playing pro controller. It's big trash. I'm going to be playing pro controller. <laughs> Pikachu controller. The yeah. game. If the GameCube controller isn't problematic with that game, I'll play GameCube controller because I can see that being a good like. Because Sonic Mania is the secret best game to be played yeah. with the GameCube. The controller GameCube on controller Switch. is super strange, but it just fits in your hand like ergonomically well see the thing like about it is it's because the gamecube good. controller is an s-tier controller that's just how it is don't get me into these it's, goddamn tier lists okay i want to say it's s-tier but it's also very niche <laughs> so you would play any game ever with a gamecube controller just nothing that requires four shoulder buttons because that's the thing it only has three yeah like what the fuck <laughs> like that's just niche as fuck uh, nah, it's for anything other than FPSs. I would play anything but a first-person shooter Breath of the Wild, don't play that with a GameCube controller. See, I want to play it on my Pro Controller now. Oh, I need to go I need to go finish Breath of the oh. Wild. I wanted to stream that the other day, but the, the fans were like, Sekiro, and I'm like, man. And then you got your teeth kicked in. Why y'all doing this to me, man? And then I got fucking electrocuted. Like electrocuted, electrocuted? Yeah, Thunderbolt. Like straight up. Hit your house or you? Oh, in Sekiro. Oh. <laughs> I got shocked. I'm, I'm sitting here like Madrid's playing Sekiro and the gods actively no, dog, strike him. Like, fucking Genichiro pulls out his Bankai, so he's all lightning mode. And then like there's a fucking thunderstorm outside. <laughs> I'm like, can't bro, you parry this, that? I'm like, this is, this is epic. Yeah, you can yeah. parry lightning. You can parry anything that's not an unblockable. Like you can straight up reflect the lightning. You catch it. Like, if you jump midair and then use the lightning reflect counter, and you just take that shit, catch it in your sword, and toss it back at him. All right. You guys hold down the fort. I'll be right back. That's clean. All right. While Anton's gone, let's talk a bunch of shit. All right. Hello. Welcome. Change of pace. Welcome to the Coffee Controller Podcast. Oh, <laughs> we going full Coffee Controller? Just like, come on. All right, brother. Tell me your controversial truth. All right. So, the whole reason in fate, the whole thing with fate is that they have made almost every single historical character a waifu. Oh, shit. Because waifus wrote history, according to Type Moon. They turned Susan B. Anthony into a goddamn, into a waifu? I don't know. I haven't gotten to America yet. (laughs) 
Yeah, that that's one sucks. of the singularities. I haven't gotten to America yet. That's the singularity. Yeah. What fucking historical figure are they gonna use from the from us? Uh, I guess you gotta uh, get there. I know Geronimo's in the game. Geronimo. Wow. Uh, that's pretty dope. Actually. Thomas Edison, but he's a lion. Ooh, ooh, do they have Pocahontas? Uh, no. Oh man, that would be fuego. This game wants all my time, and I need. And the story is actually good. Like, good, good. It was good, good. Good, good. Like, humanity gets destroyed, and you got to prevent that. So how do you prevent, brother, humanity from getting destroyed? Well. Does it involve vaccination shots? No, that was part of the reason why it got destroyed in the first place. Oh, shit. Stay woke. There's only so much stupid outside entities can take before they're like, screw it. Okay, this world in fake grand order, is it flat? No, I was about to. Oh, so I look like I was about to open my mouth and say that I was go- I wasn't gone long enough that you guys got to flat earthing. But like <laughs> the instant I was about to say it, like we went full flat earther. So any extreme truth come out of the coffee <laughs> controller podcast? Hey man, we got people all around the world, dog. Like straight up, we do got people Remember, all around the only, world. Only the Earth is flat, not Mars. Or the moon. Oh, no. Those are cubes. <laughs> Stay woke. The world is a giant donut, but they have a force field around the inside, so when you look up, you don't see the other side of the ring, because that will create a temporal vortex. Okay. First things first. Then who made the earth? Because that sounds like actual technology. A baker. <laughs> oh, shit. Krispy Kreme made the earth. <laughs> That's why they can't go out of business. Holy shit. Krispy Kreme made the earth. You heard it here first. Cheesy Controller Podcast confirmed. Robbie, learn how to draw a pyramid. We need we, we need this Coffee Controller Podcast fan art. Or you could do the earth as a donut fan art. We'll yeah. take that. If you can draw uh, eight-sided dice. Flat Controller according Podcast. To the, according to the chat, earth is a D20. It's a 20-sided die. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm like, is this some new type of streaming technology, a D20? <laughs> nah, it's a 20-sided die. We use it in D&D and other tabletop games. Because that's the shit. Tabletop games are the shit, man. I heard tabletop games were popular in the 80s, if you catch my drift. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Hell yeah. I was hoping that would go somewhere that I'd at least remotely understand, but it just... <laughs> if you think about it, you'll understand it. Stay woke. Stay woke. I'm going back to sleep. Um. So, uh, Jawan gets it. <laughs> by the end of this month, we will have the two members of the Rusty Rupees podcast coming into town to visit us. And where are they from? Where are they from? They're from Oakland, California. Ooh, isn't that on the other side of the country? Yep. And we bringing them. Well, they're bringing themselves. <laughs> I was like, well, disclaimer. <laughs> they're bringing themselves to Atlanta to turn up with us. And part of that week's festivities will be a twenty-four hour 
Hail Mary of a stream. It'll be honestly. I don't know what the fuck y'all are gonna get after hour three. So <laughs> right, honestly, bear like with us. I really do get tired after three, shit. four hours of streaming. So we could do shifts. I could do three, four hours. You could do three, four hours. We could have three, four hours of fighting games, and then after that, we got twelve hours of the cheesiest content you will ever get in your life. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I think listeners of I'm the down. podcast. Fuck yeah, it. I mean, it's I'm really like it. one of those. Jalen, how you feeling? Get your head in the game. I'm going to drink a monster. And we're either going to start it or oh, end no, I'm it. I'm going me some of that coffee, brother. See, I got you. Oh, shit. I got oh, yeah. a nice. I got a nice espresso pot. Mm. Yeah, I need me an oat milk latte. Hey. I need a too. white chocolate mocha. That's what I need. See, I can't. Nah, I only make espresso. Then all I need to do is get some hot white chocolate. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what that sounds like. That's the missing piece. It's the missing link in these white chocolate mochas. That's gotten a lot of brothers in a lot of trouble, brother. Stay woke. Yeah. I'm proud to say that I'm not one. <laughs> I'm not a statistic, man. True. But yeah, this stream's going to be lit. Like, make sure y'all uh, fuck with us on that. We're going to start promoting it pretty heavy. Pretty soon, now that it's becoming a, <laughs> an actual thing. Yeah. How did this 24-hour no. stream come about? I was there for its genesis, but the viewers were not. So, it was literally, oh, they're coming into town. We should probably do something. And then Angelina is like, you guys still haven't done a 24-hour stream yet. And I was like, well, I guess we're doing a 24-hour stream when they come into town. I posted it on the Discord. They said they were down. Now there's no escaping crossing face. Bless the blue. So, I don't know. It's going to be fun, though. Oh, yeah. It's it was at press time. start. All right, Pete. I would pour one out for the homies, but the homies should be watching this or at least listening to it. So I'm going to drink it for them instead. Doug, the craziest part was like, I saw a bunch of people I knew and they came and they're like, yo, how long have you been coming here? Like, this place is literally perfect. And it was like, sucks. This is the last one. I'm like, yeah, y'all were fucking asleep. Right. We've been, we honestly, anybody who listens to the podcast, who lives in Atlanta. separate people. (laughs) I was known as the, that was the one place I could go where I'm known as the podcast guy. Like I was standing there. I was sitting at the bar and I turned around in the chair and I was like, I've given out hundreds of business cards (laughs) in this room right here. Like we've gotten guests from that room. Eric. Would have never, or Wallamu dot me, Eric, would have never been on. So we saw him there. Yeah. yeah. Shout, out he was, shout out to Eric. Shout out to, to Takamaro Gaiden. Oh, yeah. We got some future guests yeah, that yeah. Jacoby came through. Yeah, shout out yeah. to Jacoby. He's out here in the Champions League in Fortnite. Man. Go check out his streams, Jacoby. Twitch.tv slash Jacoby. Um, yeah. Just. Real sad. We keep going back to press start, and I'm trying so to. It was great. It was a good time. It was, it, it was a good. It was a great time, culture. but it was a sad time when the bartender was like coming outside. He's like, "Yeah, man, I just, I wasn't even supposed to work. I just came for the last press start, and then people started making me feel sad. I was like, Yeah, damn. It, it, it got really sad. 
Yeah, bro. Shouts out to all the bartenders, too. Yeah. That fucking held us down, bro. Held it down. Best bartenders <laughs> I've ever had in my life. Ever, I ever goddamn had. <laughs> so, Jalen. Yeah. You're a big Star Wars fan, I feel that it's safe to assume. Yeah. You're yeah. a big Respawn fan. I have been recently. Yeah. For a good minute. Apex Legends definitely helps. Yeah. I mean, Titanfall 2 definitely helps. Definitely. Titanfall, Play Titanfall 2. Titanfall 1 and Skullgirls. Play Skullgirls. Skullgirls is seven years old now. They're working on an RPG. I've played... Indiv- yeah, Indivisible. It's You can go play a demo of that right now. Is and it, I've played... Is it it, Chief? No. It's almost there. It's is almost. it a JRPG? Yes. Yeah. It's... But it also has like that. Isn't there like a rhythm mechanic to its combo, or is it timing? I can't remember. All I remember is having to force myself to finish that demo because I'm like, it has to get good at some point, and then it never did. Is it like turn-based rhythm mechanics, or it definitely has an active time, but like nothing, nothing. I, no, I was like, thinking more like. Over their I was thinking more like uh, how. Uh, Attack the light, save the light, does it, or uh, Super Mario in a Thousand Year Door? Yeah, that type of Paper Mario. Yeah, it it's yeah. kind of like a Paper Mario style combat system. That's a good way to describe it. Or a Child of Light, because yeah, I as probably one of the biggest Skullgirls fans ever. I don't feel like you consider yourself a Skullgirls enthusiast. Mm-hmm. A connoisseur, if you will. A connoisseur of sorts. Very nice. I'm one of the few people with OG Skullgirls still physically backed up on a device. Uh, because OG Skullgirls was delisted. I have the demo from OG Skullgirls on my 360. I wish I that were. I Skullgirls. Yeah. Well, yeah. you play Skullgirls second encore. <laughs> Oh, he did say he was a connoisseur, so. Heck, I was the one who had to help him beat the Skullgirl to first talk on time. Ooh, yeah, but now I beat it enough. I beat it with everybody but three characters in the entire game, so. Yeah, I was having a really tough time with Squiggly because I suck with Squiggly. Yeah. Like, I'm like, Squiggly's me. weird. I've seen she's, her be good, but. Yeah, like, she's yeah. weird, but she has the potential. No, yeah. I'm just going to keep my Eliza, Beowulf, Cerebella team. We stay in a balance fighting game. So speaking of balance, Jedis have great balance. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. If they actually had balance, half of the bullshit in the entire franchise wouldn't have happened. I mean, Darth- The blockade wouldn't have happened. The Mandalorians wouldn't have glass multiple planets if that didn't happen. Darth Vader like- brought balance to the Force. Heck, sometimes I wonder, would the Star Wars universe just be actually better off of known force wielders? Level the playing field off without these psychic, I don't know, wizards running around with swords. With a moral Space compass? wizards. <laughs> nah, nah. The Jedi are a problem. You gotta be a force user. You gotta find true balance in yourself to find balance in the force, brother. The Jedi Order was sleep. We gotta stay woke. I feel like I would start off as a Jedi and just end up becoming like 
Nah. Just a nuisance for everybody. Nah, <laughs> do neither. Bounty hunter. Yeah, exactly. Like, do neither. I'd be a bounty hunter. Heck. They lost me at like, yeah, you can't take a wife. I was like, what? <laughs> see, see, this is why you become what's known as a rogue force user. Yeah. You have the force, but you also could do whatever you want. So this respawn game, are you going to be a rogue force user? or are you just... If that's an option. If that's an option. It's Jedi Fallen Order. They're saying it's going to be centered around like one of the Padawans that survive, Order 66. Cool. Yeah, so, I mean, there's going to be lightsaber battles. What's so the teaser images showed looked like the hilt to a lightsaber, or maybe uh, the staves. Yeah, it was like on one of those uh, wireless phone charging docks. So that's how they charge up their lightsabers now. Wireless charging wireless coming charging. to the Star Wars universe for the yeah, first time. Confirmed. Confirmed. I like my infinite battery sources better, but you know, we do what we got to yeah, do. Yeah. After that order, we don't got no batteries. <laughs> we don't got them. We had to hit up the Samsung store. <laughs> yeah, we out of we fresh out of force over here. Y'all gotta y'all gotta fend for yourselves. But yeah, I I hope it's good. Like I really hope it's good. We haven't gotten enough information. You as think there's of a recording. chance of it getting uh, canceled between no, now and whenever no, it comes out? No, it's e- actually e- the first thing said. EA needs a win. The fact that LucasArts is back is just going to... <laughs> Wait, no, that, that turned out not to be a thing. That oh. wasn't a thing? No. That was what? just people spreading false information. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, those people have all moved on, done other th- are doing other things. Such as Double Fine Games. Yeah. But that was, like, way before any of the Disney nonsense happened. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just saying that a lot of people from LucasArts have ended up at Double Fine. And if you want that DNA from those old LucasArts games, they're literally being re-released on PlayStation. Play them. They're good. Point-and-click adventures games like those are really good. Yeah. Uh, good Broken Age. If you, like, if you want one of those not made several years ago, play Broken Age. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Or Brutal Legend. It's not a point-and-click adventure game, but it definitely has a lot of the trappings of... It was a good time. ...those old games. Sorry, it, just should, it just should have been more of an action game instead of a <clears throat> weird third-person tactical RTS. Yeah. Like, when it was just a third-person action game where you got a car... When it was basically just freaking San Andreas in a medieval land oh, with shit. rock guitars, it was, it was tight. Okay. But then it decided it didn't want to be that. Yeah. And it was just like, ah, crap. It's like, we want to be Halo Wars. Why? I was enjoying my... I don't even think Halo Wars wanted to be Halo Wars. I'm, I've, heard, I've heard good things about Halo Wars 2. Yeah, Halo Wars 2 is actually good for a console. It's a console RTS and it's good. You just have to be good at... You just have to be into RTSs. Which, without... Like, if you want to get into RTSs, I highly recommend Enter the Breach. It's available on Switch and on Steam. Nice. You are uh, basically Jaeger pilots fighting giant kaiju. In, but uh, you got to protect the city. Yeah. Aww. The city's more important than you. Aww, that sucks. Nah, like, I mean, it, it adds the it it, it element of... It changes how you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, I'm just not going to get hit to. My Jaeger could eat this hit to protect this city. But you fuckers. God, uh, that sucks. 
when I get home, I'm going to install Into the Breach on my PC. Because I have it installed on my Switch. I just need to... Are you going to stream it? I could. See, I'm just going to go to the only real video game that I play. Path of Exile. Oh, I thought you were going to say Fate Grand Order again. Oh, hell no. That's the gotcha <laughs> game for hell that literally wants to steal my soul. It's it's from hell. That's fair. The problem is it's good. That's just the problem with it. It's a quality product. All right. It's so just from hell. Speaking of problems, uh, we touched on it a little bit last time. I just wanted to make sure that everybody listening to the podcast would have an opportunity to go and actually read this full article. Um, Jason Schreier last week posted an article about the workplace conditions during the development of Anthem at BioWare. And I feel like it's an extremely long read. There are 19 different sources. This isn't just he said, she said. This is a lot of problems that are endemic to the industry because some of the sources he talked to weren't even from BioWare and said, yeah, this is just basically like game development culture. There were instances of people having to just go into rooms for periods of time to just cry. There were a lot of things that I just believe that anybody who's interested in what game developers have to go through and why microtransactions are so present and why loot boxes are so present and why there are so many tactics in games to squeeze more money out of the player because $60 products are, like, charging $60 for a AAA game is an antiquated idea. Like, not, well, that, but also this article shows the fact that the biggest problem was the development of this game was a shit show. Like, it was a shit show. Like, yeah, but, pricing and all that stuff aside, it was a shit show. Yeah, Literally, the name of the people, project got changed right before E3. Right, because they like, couldn't trademark they, beyond. What the concept of the game was changed multiple times. Right. Like... Are yeah. you excited that they announced that Dragon Age... Because I saw a positive... No. Dragon Age 4 is going to be on Anthem's engine. And a lot of people seem to think that that... Myth, <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, are, so you, are you losing see, faith see, in Dragon Age 4 as I Well, am? it's yeah. not just that, but they're, also... They're, clearly, they're burnt but out. But also, like, the thing about it is... Another thing with it is Frostbite is kind of designed for... Battlefield. Not that. Battlefield. Yeah, it's designed for shooters. Not even just... It's designed for Battlefield. It's a very specific... Yeah, because it's it's not... I heard everybody is like, yo... Frostbite is the worst fucking engine. Frostbite it's to work on. because it's the battlefield engine. And I and like Anton said, it's like it's the battlefield engine. Not named for it. It's literally for Battlefield. They call it Frostbite, but it's it's designed so you could have those oh the buildings falling while I'm doing my shooting and all that jazz. Right. Yeah. It, the things it's designed for are large-scale battles, not detailed. It's not an you can't I essentially you could, but Frostbite's not the engine. Someone trying to make a narrative-based game is some like somebody's going to gravitate towards Mass Effect. Mass Effect, the Mass Effect trilogy 
and the original Dragon Age games weren't built on Frostbite, and they had a lot more freedom. Like, that was part of the problem with Andromeda, is those devs were forced to work in Frostbite. That's part of the problem with Anthem. Those devs were forced to work in Frostbite. And, I mean, it's good at, like, from all accounts, Battlefield 1 was really great, and Battlefield 5 is getting there but i mean if literally the flagship game for your engine is a buggy shit show multiple times out the gate because battlefield 4 was one of the this generation's first huge like blunders and then battlefield 5 it's getting there but like their battle royale mode was supposed to come out last year didn't it and just, it's just come out, like, yeah and it's just coming out like last month See, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, making these games is expensive, and I understand the business but also, decision. You lose a lot of money when your entire development process is a shit show. Right, right. Like I, I the game under was these in development for seven years, but didn't leave pre-production until like the last eighteen months. God. Right, like how are you gonna ride the coattails of fucking Anthem to make Dragon Age Inquisition four? Dragon Age four. Well, Dragon Age four, like that. It doesn't make sense. Honestly, I feel like the performance of Andromeda and then Anthem should have given the message to EA, let your top talent... But the thing about it is, when other than Apex and Dragon Age Inquisition, what was the last game EA has published that was successful? This generation? Once Let's again, say well, no. Past no, 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 no. Five years. I was about to say, once again, I would say a- Apex, EA, they put their name on it. Other that than shit. EA games. Other than EA games, because those are the microtransaction Sport, hell. No, no I'm like talking sports about games. Yeah, sports games. I'm saying FIFA and Madden perform every single year critically. I mean, those, which is why they, they have the NBA, they have the NFL and the FIFA tag on it. It's going to sell regardless. Mm hmm. Because the NBA, like, that's like saying NBA Live that's because 2K, is going to sell. 2K regard- has been doing 2K the same has been shit eating their lunch. Since, literally since it came out and it's, it's elevated its craft. Like, Madden doesn't have any competition. Right. FIFA only has a little bit of competition. MLB The Show only has Rusty's Real Deal Baseball to worry about. And- yeah, like, <laughs> so they're going to eat, they're going to clean up off those markets. But then also, isn't MLB The Show a PlayStation exclusive? Yes. So and if you want to so- play, an MLB game, you have to go to PlayStation, which is always something that's really interesting because the MLB players, like, I have people on my friends list that their primary game is MLB, and it's just interesting, like, if this were on Xbox, you'd probably be an Xbox gamer. But, PlayStation snack that exclusive, and up by all accounts, even Take the newest spots. MLB The Show, the or it's not out yet, but it seems like it seems extremely promising for fans. Like I can't speak to that game, but for fans, it seems like a great way. Let me just I'm gonna put it down so we don't have any yeah any feedback or anything like that. But um, yeah, MLB The Show. Out, for EA, outside of sports games and Apex, I don't think success is important to them. Well, the, yeah, yes, but also no. Because think about it. Like, even stock-wise, EA was tanking until Apex came out. 
Like it was at like nine dollars yeah. until Apex came out. Apex, is, and I mean, I can't argue. They made the decision to buy Respawn. We talked about it on the podcast when that happened. And I mean, Respawn is one of the few devs in the industry that anything they put out at this point, I'm there. But because another thing with it, though, is like this is what EA has been doing for years. It's like we saw this happen to Visceral. We saw this happen to what was the SimCity developer? Uh, Maxim? Yeah, Maxim. Like you look down the line. EA does this with companies all the time. You have one company that's doing really, really well, Respawn. And then you have one that's eh, probably going to get shot in the back alley tomorrow. I, and I hate the fact that it's Bioware, but, you know. Yeah, I, I really think Bioware is going to go down. But, again, everybody listening, go over to Kotaku.com and find the Jason Schreier Bioware article. You could read a lot of his other work. He typically will produce long-form content that is... He speaks to multiple sources. He has unfettered access to a lot of different studios because people are willing to talk to him, like, anonymously on the record in a way that almost no other journalist in the games industry has access. So I say, everybody, go check it out. He has some long articles on uh, Destiny. He has some long articles on Visceral Games. He has a lot of deep, in-depth content. That's really good. Yeah, it's... That article is something. Okay. So, the last thing I have on the dock before we get into our listener questions, which we have one this week... um, is Smash Bros. Nintendo leaked their own Smash Bros. update? They put out a commercial. <laughs> Take that Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to one-up you by putting a screen. going to leak our own shit. In our commercial. Wait, it's... I don't know. Are you sure it's not some super meta just announcement? They're, they're going to care more about it if they have to look for it. Make a game out of it. Can't just well, make it no, easy for these It's literally at the two second mark. It's just like, oh, I'm going to pick up this controller in front of this TV running Smash Bros. And Smash Bros. is running Smash version 3.0, which we know is coming this month. But one Give thing. Give me Joker, you cowards. Yeah, Joker's going to come with 3.0. Piranha Plant was 2.0. And so when Joker comes with 3.0, I, I have absolute faith and I have a feeling it's going to be the 25th. I'm willing to bet. Yeah, because that will coincide with Persona Five S. The announcement, and that's well, also the the release date of the Mario Odyssey VR update and the Breath of the Wild VR update. Ooh, yeah. And Nintendo likes dropping like steamy piles. Bombs. Yeah, they like they so like, can go away for six months give and we don't say anything. Color Joy Cons like you want, but take this. We're not going to give you Virtual Console. But take hey man, this. Breath of the Wild VR. And Joker just being released? I think that... I don't know. Their VR looks kind of... Yeah, it it looks sketch. But as the VR guy, I will go and find a great fairy (laughs) and see what... (laughs) (laughs) Do you have some new clothes for me, ma'am? I see Breath of the Wild boo in the chat. You better run up, you, you. I may not play your question after this. Yeah, you, your question just got canceled. 
JK, we're going to still answer it. Yeah, JK, we're just still going to answer it. But yeah, um, Smash Bros. is getting a stage builder in 3.0. Nintendo leaked it themselves in a commercial. That's something that hasn't been announced. They did announce earlier in the year in a Nintendo Direct that 3.0 is coming in April. And just judging by their track record... uh, Doug, I have a homeboy and he made a stage. I think it was it was either on uh Brawl or Smash 4. I can't remember which one. But the, his name's Devon and the stage was literally just Devon. <laughs> just it was like, bro, this is the ugliest. He was like, yeah, but it's my stage. Yeah. <laughs> I am the, the I'm the king of this hill. I'm like, what the f- this is terrible. I just fell into the V. Like I'm stuck. You're like <laughs> So yeah, people are are going to get evil with these stage creations, and I'm interested. Yeah, I want to I'm see interested. what's in your sick in your sick brains, Jalen. I want to see what you're going to do with this. Uh, the stage creation tools, even in Smash Four, four weren't super robust. Mm-hmm. Like the same Mario Maker home. Yeah, play. I, yeah. I mean, I don't have the utmost faith in it. They're going to be toxic. That's my point. I feel like if they put it where you can just download the top stages will get some good things out of that but i just have no faith in this being a feature that was worth all the development time around it but we have uu in the chat saying um he doesn't want to do breath of the wild in vr as long because it's not in first person and this is the argument i've made about vr on the podcast for a long time so it's still going to be the same thing yeah but it's going to be just close up to your face well, you'll be playing in third person with the world around you. So it increases your field of view. Like, but I guess. third person games work better than you think in VR. As somebody who has played my fair share of VR you games. You get less mo- motion sickness. You will throw the fuck up if you try and play Breath of the Wild in first person. I guarantee that shit. Like. Is it killing the moblins? First-person VR games all look clunky outside of VR because, like, you have to have a smoothness to the movement in the gameplay that a lot of, like, a third-person action game like Breath of the Wild is irregardless of where Link's head is. But if you were to play that in first person in VR, it would cause a lot of issues of... I guess that is a lot of shit going on. Yeah, that <clears> is. <throat> like, you have to have, like, a really minimal amount of shit going on for it to work in VR. Mm. Unless it's, like, a cockpit game or something like that that keeps <laughs> you grounded. But, like, I don't see Breath of the Wild as a game that you can change up the mechanics enough to make it work well as a first-person VR game. I feel like I'm going to be looking into a little diorama of Hyrule. And I don't... Yeah, I mean... I have a few shrine quests uncomplete in that game. And I'd definitely be like... Yeah, I'm sure I'm about to go back and start playing Breath of the Wild pretty soon. Like, I've been getting that itch. And I know I want to go back and finish it. I have like two more Divine Beasts and then Ganon, of course, and an untold amount of shrines. I'm better. more than halfway done with all the shrines in the game. Like now I've gotten past the point of, okay, now shrines are like, I might be at like hard to find. See, I'm just going to play Path of Exile. 
What is this Path of Exile? Path of Exile is Diablo 2 taken to the nth degree. It's... Is it edgy? It's a little edgy. It's a little edgy. It's a great game. The talent tree is insane. Like, it's actually really insane. But it's a good time. That good Diablo 2 style gameplay. Probably the best in its genre. I'm unmuting my computer. I was just... I didn't want something crazy to happen. Okay. So, we got a listener question for the first time in a while on our Discord. And... Yu Yu Kun. Yu Yu Kun over on the Discord. Um, And he has a question for us about being games influencers. Hi, my name is Yu Yu Kun, and I have a question for the show. Uh, Gaming influencers have the ability to sway opinions about what we should and shouldn't buy. A lot of times, influencers can make or break the lifespan of a game. This isn't necessarily the end-all be-all, but hype and hate trains undeniably exist, and people do latch onto them. For example, there are games like Anthem, Fallout, Undertale, Red Dead 2 that have gotten great and terrible reception. But I've noticed a lot of time gaming influencers do not beat or put in a large amount of hours into a game before giving their thoughts. My question is, as gamers and influencers, do you feel a responsibility to put in sufficient hours or to beat a game before speaking in depth about it? Why or why not? Alright, thanks for your question, Yu Yu. Um, That's something that actually connects back to this Breath of the Wild thing. I feel, as influencers, we don't have enough time to play everything that we start to yeah, completion. That, like, honestly, that's real. Like, time management is, you know, that shit. Being a good gamer, you're already like, work, like, you're working odd hours. Your sleep, your sleep schedule is all fucked up. So, like, what sleep schedule? Exactly. And all these games just keep fucking appearing. All of them are good, or all of them, like, people want you to, like, hey. What's your opinion on this? We trust you. You're a valid source. Right. And I, I, we have to go in there and play as much as we can and get a feel for it. Like, some games you know it's like... When I played Red Dead, I was like, huh, I like this a lot better than I thought. I think I it also is the depth of the mechanics this. is a yeah. big thing. Like, for example, a game with a really deep combo system, if, you really, if you're just trying to beat the game, you're just going to smash square. And you're not going to learn how to do any of the depth combos. And so you will sell the game short on that. But then some games doesn't have the mechanics like that. Some is more the strategies you're going to come up with. Or whatever other way the game is deciding to challenge you. Right. I feel like a lot of games, especially in the modern era, you can play at least two hours in. And at least understand whether the game's for you or not. What about the game you like? What about the game you dislike? Like by the time you've done a couple of full cycles of whatever the gameplay loop is on that game, there may be some things at the ending that, like, oh, the yeah. final boss either like made or broke the experience, or certain things like that. That's why for our game of the year, the year Breath of the Wild came out, I made sure and I beat that game before I was gave it my game of the year and like monster hunter world all of us beat that game yeah like all the games that made that list i either beat or put significant amount of hours right like and i don't feel like certain things like octopath i feel like i can 
without a doubt recommend Octopath. That's a great game, but I yeah, I probably put like 24 hours. And then also it. it's the length of the experiences. Like mm-hmm. some of the games we talk about are only 20 hours. Yeah, I say only like that is Devil May Cry Five. Perfect example. I highly recommend that game, but also like I can tell you that you you could wait for a sale for this because it's it's short. Right, and so it has high replayability, but like, are you actually going to go back and do it? But possibly more so depends on taste. Uh, that is something that we all, and that's one of the things I like about having all the different people that we have on the podcast. On the podcast, is we all, I can the same way Jalen and I were able to recommend Crypt of the Necro Dancer to Josh because we know what he would like. I feel like most games that I have even had. From a gameplay trailer, I can decide whether or not this is for me or this isn't for me. Anthem, I played, the bit of Anthem I played was enough to inform me that I don't need to, like... Waste your time and money. Right, I don't need to waste my time and money, like, even thinking about Anthem. But then on top of that... It was on my radar, but I just knew it wasn't finished cooking. But then on top of that, it's one of those... As human beings, we're not going to be able to cover every single game. Yeah. Right. Like... Especially since the time spans of these experience ranges. Like, to get a... Heck, Persona's, what, 180 to 100-hour game? 100 minimum. 100 minimum. 100 minimum. Final Fantasy 15. That's, what, like, another, what, 30? 60? 60. I'll say say about 45. About 45? It's just one of those... There's no way to actually play it all. So it's one of those... Then it becomes... As influencers, we're pretty much really just picking, like, the most interesting hits out of the pile at a time. Well, yeah. we're either picking... We kind of go based on our taste. Like, yeah. We, like, we've been doing a really good job of, like, catching... Playing things on brand. Yeah. And I feel like there are so many influencers out there. There are so many voices out there. You come to the Cheesy Controller podcast because you know the type of gamers we are in general. Yeah. Like, we're not the podcast for a 12-year-old girl getting into games for the first time. We're not we that could be. We could be. Depends on their taste. <laughs> right. It depends. Like, And we've built, in the last two years, a community of people that understand years? two years. Ooh. Last two years, we've grown this community of people who understand what our tastes are, understand that we're informed on games. So we're not just talking out our ass and calling games good or bad yeah. without any, like, <laughs> information like you guys know we do our research you guys know that we see like i'll say another good example would be sekiro for me like i played bloodborne for 10 maybe 10 hours or so but what did you take from that 10 hours i was like man this game i see why people like it it's i don't think this is for me it's got good elements like everything's there but i'm like i can't like i'm not Sekiro, I was watching people stream and I was like, I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get this. And then I was like, man, I'm going to get this. And I fucking loved it. But I will also say that a game is shit because it's bullshit sometimes and it hurts you. I think another thing about it, though, is like, I think it's like once you start talking about games a lot, you start talking about games more in terms of experiences than terms of like this game here. Yeah. Like Sekiro is here to fight you. That's yeah. what that game is. That's the type of experience that That's it wants. That's that bar fight that you always wanted to get into. Exactly, because you wanted to come out the other side of badass because you survived the bar fight. You survived the bar. You grabbed the bottle, cracked it over his head, and dipped out. 
Exactly. You survived the bar fight. <laughs> and you came out a better person. Like, And that's what that game is. But I also feel like the, and this is like the weird demerit to the entire concept of influencers, the fact that we also set the tone of the conversation. Right. And that's something that we don't do correctly sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we are, our narrative around the game is based on none of us playing it, but that is one thing that we've gotten better at, True. is having, I feel like, I'm edu- I haven't played like the most of the Division 2, but I feel like I've played enough that I'm educated. That is the one thing that we've gotten better at, is before... Yeah. Like I'm not playing the Division Two, but I know it's a good game. Like as far as those games as the service, those schluters that have come out, like yeah. it's been nailing every like it's been doing everything right. And its fan base is like they are hooked. Yeah. They are hooked. Yeah. They and I mean there's fiends. content. There's just content rolling. And there's out. just content. Like that's that's per- I don't know if I was playing that game, I'm like, yo, this is hype, this is perfect. Right. But instead I'm like, let me kinda dig into my backlog. Yeah. So what I'd say as a closing point on this is, you know the opinions and the like level of knowledge of all the different influencers you follow. You know the different tastes. You know which. You know, like maybe you're more of a gamer like me, where you want something obscure that you can play in quick bites and just like it's like colorful and musical yeah. and like yeah. something that is fun, like play grease. <laughs> like you could want to play Luminous like me or you could want to play Greece like Madrid or you could want to play Path of Exile like Jalen or you could want to play Stardew Valley like Chris or you could want to play that Red Dead Redemption 2 like Josh. Another interesting thing about this entire conversation is that it's also part of the reason why games journalism and game reviews become more personality based. Yeah. Because that also kind of helps set the biases to it. It's like, I like certain games, you like certain games. Right. Like, if I were to write, and then we give, we try and give more than one, like, take on a game. Like, we didn't just talk about Sekiro once. We didn't just talk about, even in the old days, we didn't just talk about Overwatch as just a general game. We talked about it on a week-to-week basis of how we were playing it and what was going on in the game. Like, we provide context of what we're doing. Because someone's review of Overwatch, if they were just playing quick play, would be different than somebody who played shit. nothing but competitive. Would also be shit. You and know what also, I was thinking? Like, on my drive here, I was like, damn. When they finally, like, say they're announced they're closing down the Overwatch service, like, that's just going to be lit until it's down. I'm you like, know, bro. actually, the way the way they're looking at solving goats is actually making it 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Like, actually putting... Yeah. Limits on how many of a certain type you could have at a certain. So, like, two, two, two. Two tanks, two DPS, two healers. I mean, they should have did that at jump. But, you know, here we are now. But, you know. I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, also, I don't believe anyone could have thought Ghost would have been as big of a problem as it was. I actually, I see where that could have happened, honestly. Like, with Brigitte's survivability, with Lucio's just... Like raw, just being blackness, and either who's who else did they run? Either Zenyatta, either Zen or Anna. Like that's just that's insane. And any three tanks with that, especially Ryan, Diva, Sim. Yeah, like I understand that the meta was defined for the fact that Brigitte 
allowed the game to have entirely too much healing. Yeah. But then also that 2-2-2, two, 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 going 2-2-2 two, two, two would fix things, honestly. And the main reason why... It would, be- but it takes away some of the cre- creativity that you can get with Overwatch. I don't think so, just because you can invest so much into the gameplay style of one character, i.e. have a slow fight and heal about a million HP and never die. But if we with the two with the whole having limits and roll locking, it's gonna make balancing a little bit easier. Because then it's like it is because the like, secret sauce of goats is three healers. That's the thing. Like I think about everything from a console perspective. Like I'm a console player, and console is nothing like what happens on PC and Overwatch League. Like it's a completely different world. All those balancing changes and shit that happens. It gets felt on another level on these lower levels because they run five fucking DPS in a fucking DPS Moira, and I can't play her because of that. And what do I do? I become toxic and I pick DPS and I throw. So, but the game's not balanced around that. That's literally a culture thing of the consoles because everybody consoles. wants to pretend that they're exactly like Overwatch. Bay. Overwatch is a dead game on console. I stand by that fact. I'm gonna get it on PC probably this week. <laughs> There's no point, dog. I'm being real with you. There's no point. Play Apex. I'd rather play Apex on PlayStation because I have friends. I could at least find people to play Overwatch on PC with. They're working on crossplay. Is Overwatch yeah. working on crossplay? I fucking doubt it. <laughs> I fucking doubt it. They have a new event coming up. You know what they should do? Shadow drop a fucking hero so we care. That'd be crazy. They dropped Baptiste and that shit was lukewarm as fuck. All right, so back to the back the, to the, question. the <laughs> question at hand. Um, if you have any JRPG questions, hit me up. You think yeah. it's dangerous to throw or champion a game because of the hype or hate trains, but a lot of times I feel like we've gotten we're more informed that we don't just see that a game's getting review bombed yeah. on Steam. I was and shitting then, on Fallout seventy six since the beta. Right. I played it out I played it for hours with, with Juwan, with Sim. And it was like But also on a certain eh, level, we all it. acknowledge the fact that review bombing is just something a certain sect of people do in retaliation. Yeah, we're not to toxic. To the fact that they don't like how things are happening. We're not toxic dude bros. We don't do dumb shit like that. Review bombing is just like a bunch of plubs being fucking bitch made and can't express their feelings like either go download the epic store and just fucking bite the bullet bite the bullet like it's just free like relax or wait those six months or get the shit on console right there are so many like you're just being toxic for no reason like yeah you're stifling the growth and this is the closest thing to an olive branch i'll give them i understand the 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 fact that you want to actively do something about this yeah but they're this ain't it Right, there are better ways to handle situations. Like, don't buy the game. Or buy it on console. Like, you can make it so that the Epic Games, it doesn't sell. And then the moment it comes out on Steam, it blows the fuck up. Right. I don't know. Like, it, honestly, uh, patience is just going to pay off for you in the long run anyway. Yeah, relax. Like, so. it's, not, it's not that serious. There's no need to, like... See, the developer was threatening to take all their shit off of Steam. Like, if y'all going to be bitch boys about it, then... Because we know exactly the people that are doing this, like... Those toxic dude gamers that can't let shit go. Alright. Does anybody have a one more thing? Because I think I have a one more thing for this week. But One uh, more thing. Pay Path of Exile. It's free. 
That shit's amazing. We're going to get Jalen on a different game, y'all. Don't worry. <laughs> One more thing. You should come watch my streams over at twitch.tv slash Chifa. Now, we got a long outro of just promoting us because we don't, we got to fill a this little is, bit. This is the pre This is the pre-post. This is foreplay. You know, you got to make sure wow. that you're fully. Pro play? Yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure that you're fully aroused to come Three piece pod play? <laughs> Three piece podcast available everywhere where we talk music, movies, and TV. And also, it should be four piece because we talk a lot of shit. All right. So, my one more thing on this console store, I think I'm going to start putting. Epic Store, Steam, exclusives. I'm going to try and talk about them less because I think the point that we've come to on this is that the Epic Store is not a fully featured store, but it is the first valid competitor that Steam has had. Well, remember, it's only the valid competitor to Steam because one... And I love me some competition. I'm a capitalist. I love me some competition. Right. But the thing about it is yeah. I don't like how Epic is going about their competition because on the indie side, yeah, big fit you you know, your games, you know, are easier to be seen on the Epic store because there's a mount of dribble and a bunch of asset flips and other bullshit. Because right. you know, everything's on Steam. Huh. But on the same notion, you're strong arming me into using an inferior product because you're throwing money at the publishers. Remember, the Outer Worlds developers were working on achievements when it was announced that it was going to be an Epic Store exclusive, a system that Epic doesn't have. Yeah, but I, like I've said several times on the show, I feel like all of these things are coming because now no, it's, they're coming. We've it's seen to the, the point. They're slowly working on it. They're like, yeah, let's get our security up first. Yeah, let, let, let's make sure we get some big high tail releases yeah. of the year to get people on our platform have in the first the, place. Have they got the search feature yet? Eh. Yeah. Let me see More if they have the search feature. I'll open up the Epic Game Store. I mean, on sometimes this computer. like if you you just have to wait for some shit like the Shonen Jump app. There was a while. Yeah, it didn't but have then the also, but it's. And the main reason I'm mad about this is because this is another... Have you been review bombing? No. I don't do that. Exactly. I just don't spend my money. Vote with your wallet. Vote with your wallet. If you have something to say, you know, that actual power move. Money actually fucking talks. Like, vote with your wallet. I haven't put a cement of dime on anything in the Epic Store. That's why you should subscribe to us over (laughs) everywhere. Just Everywhere. Just do it. But it's like... It's another one of those like the gaming industry at a certain at the higher levels is literally just becoming buying incomplete products, hoping that they'll become complete and good. That's one reason why Devil May Cry, Sekiro were kind of refreshing because it's just like, oh, here's a game. Here's a complete game. Yeah, that's another like that's another good point for Octopath Traveler. Like, it came out a complete game, no patches, no DLC, just ready to go. But yeah, so the game, like the Epic Store is not the most fully featured store, but honestly right now it's the best thing for developers. And yes, I understand you want everything in one place on Steam, but literally it's all on the same hard drive. Better for publishers specifically. No, it's better for like indie devs. No, yeah, no, it's good. It's better for indie devs. Like I said, it makes your games easier to be seen. There's a better profit split. You're right about that. But on the same notion, this is a crap product that you're attaching yourself to. It's not crap. 
I won't go as far as somebody who. I mean, it like it's it has Fortnite like it's popular, and popularity fucking sells. Yeah, it's like it's like being an IG influencer. You know what I'm saying? You're not necessarily super content heavy, but for whatever fucking reason, you're popular. Thus, you'll sell. I understand that. But at the end of the day, I'm here to talk about the quality of the product. Yeah. That's that's what I talk about. So if you put out a game and Epic came to you like, yo, we want to make it an Epic Store exclusive. I mean, shit. Who the fuck cares about an indie dev? I'd do it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Facts. All right. You know? Right. I don't blame you. I'll do the same fucking thing. I'm like, like as an indie developer, game? I like going to Epic. It makes perfect sense. Super I'm giant never gonna pretend has it gotten ain't. my money already for Hades, and it's not out yet. I can play it now that I have a PC, but they got it before I had a P. They got my money before I had a PC. So, at Super Giant as an indie, that's one case where I can definitively but Hades say isn't free. Huh? Hades isn't free. Hell no. Oh shit. H- Hades is like twenty. But I mean, yeah, Shut yeah, up. not bad. Good time. It's really just one of those, and then also the biggest change to the ecosystem of PC, where it's just like everything was just out. Like the term "eclus" exclusivity was really more of a console thing. Yeah. But now it's. Oh, how does it feel, fucking PC Master Race? I mean, shit. I'll just download another app. I don't give a fuck. No, you people give really fuck. give a. F- some that's people, the thing. No, console some war- people no, give no, too console much wars of a are fuck. intense, and it's like you're <laughs> cre- now we're going into the. My favorite thing is that meme from The Simpsons with the two monkeys fighting, and they had like, it was like Epic versus Steam, and it was like, all right, we got Sony over here watching with money. We got Nintendo over here watching with money. We got Xbox over here watching with money, and we got Soldier Boy over here watching <laughs> with money. You. All right, that's about all we got for you guys this week. Remember, you can follow us all collectively on Instagram and Twitter at Cheesy Controller without the last E. Uh, uh, uh. On Twitter and Twitch, I am at Anton6 with three X's. I just made an Instagram. Follow me at AntonCCP. It stands for Cheesy Controller Podcast. Nothing else. Nothing else. Um, That's my name on Instagram, Jalen. Squid Bishop. Just everywhere. Just everywhere. Just everywhere. That's the brand. Google Squid Bishop. You'll find him. Google Anton Six. You'll find me. Unless in game. Because then Calamari Pipe Pope might be running around, but that's a whole other story. Uh, all right. Madrid. Unfortunately, I go by many names. I go by Sauce Lord. I go by Sunny Chico. I go by Madrid. You go by Quinn. P- Quinn. Underscore two. Say the underscore. You have to say that whole part too. Right. So you can follow me on Twitter at Speedwagon X. Uh, uh, you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sunny I'm streaming a lot of shit, so it's just gonna fuck with you there. Like the stream's a good time. You got no it's good playing in the background. You got me talking shit. You got chat live. Also drop them subs so I can get a new Hey, for man. y'all. It's not for me, it's for y'all. I'm at 8 out of 15. I'm more than halfway there hey. to my, my next guy. emote. Hey. So we're going we to have some more cheesy controller love floating around the Twitter sphere. All right. This has been a No Good Production. Until next time, keep it cheesy.